What's up, y'all? What up, y'all? What's going on? What's going on? It's your boy, DJ D-Dub. It's your boy. It's the man. The smoothest DJ in the land. Your boy, DJ D-Dub. We here. Back with another Talk To Me Tuesday. Sponsored by the Group by Faith t-shirts. Yes, get yours today. Get yours today. Get your Group by Faith t-shirt today. Just want to... Man, y'all see the topic, um, DMX, talking about DMX, the impact that he left, right? So we definitely want to get into that, definitely want to talk and talk about that. Um, rest in peace to the the late, great, the legend, DMX himself. Uh, man, it is, he was definitely uh, inspirational. Uh, man, I, I learned a lot from him, you know, just from, you know, growing up, you know, from me being originally from New York City. Um, actually, you know, being around that era and being around the people that was, you know, pretty much around him. Let me fix my headphones. But being pretty much around him was uh, was definitely you a lot of um, a lot of energy that that he brought to the music industry, brought to just people's lives in general. And then as I'm get as I get older and as I start to learn this uh this journey as a father you know i start to understand and realize like all the things he had to go through right and i want to i want to make sure i'm correct i want to make sure i'm correct that he had 15 kids he had 15 kids so just imagine that just imagine trying to juggle 15 kids and juggle life juggle him being a a, a artist juggle him being a dad juggle him being a husband juggle like all of that right him having substance abuse and him dealing with drugs and things like that a lot took over him right a lot of a lot of things took over and tried to stop him uh, one thing that i learned from him is that he always he always believed in god man he always believed in god no matter what it was he always believed in god he always believed that god was the sin of his life he always believed that god was the reason why he was still alive there was many times where he he could have checked out, you know, and and God could have checked him out, you know what I mean? And but every single time, God kept him, right? God kept him, and that's one thing I've learned, you know, dealing with just dealing with life. Like if you if you look at everything that you've been through, you know, personally, if you look at everything that you've been through, you look at it you're like, yo, like God took me out of that. God got me out of that. If you don't if you don't think that by him portraying God the way he was and the way he was claiming God so much for you if you don't think that he was he was challenged by the devil and by the enemy and by haters and by other people man you tripping if you don't believe that and I believe wholeheartedly that he's been he was struggling with a lot of stuff because the stuff that I struggle with just imagine him as an artist and just imagine me being getting closer and believing in God and getting closer and increasing my faith and to see that he he was struggling as a big name as a big artist I'm looking at some of the videos that he even have like some videos of him you know of him like rapping of him praying like one one video I seen he had all the um celebrities and all of the A-list and everybody that was at this at this um concert he had everybody together and he prayed 
he prayed for everybody. I seen another video where DMX was, they said that he was being chased by people backstage and he stopped and turned around and looked at him and was like, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And you seen it in the video of him like really speaking and being like real sincere of what he's saying, real serious about what he's saying. I thought that was dope. I thought that was awesome. Like to know that in the midst of all the things that he was juggling, that he still prayed to God and he still asked God for assistance. He still asked God for help. He still asked God to help him through this, through his journey of being a father, of being an artist, of being a uh, a husband. That's that's hard. That's hard to be all of that while you're. That's hard. That's hard to be a husband, to be a father, to be everything in the midst of you being one of the biggest names, especially back in the day in the 90s. You know, his first album came out in the late 90s. So, you know, that era was huge. You know, the the drug addictions and the crack era and all that was still popping, was still popular, like crack was still popping and it was still popular and to know that he still got through that and he still made it through that was so dope was so amazing like i just think that i feel like we all not perfect and he's a perfect example of that like we're all not perfect right we're all not perfect people but we we he's he was definitely an example to know that he wasn't perfect but he still always talked about god no matter what it was okay yes he played secular music yes he cursed a lot yes he did things that was wrong but come on let's take the religion out of it like he believed in god like he believed in god period so let's let's just get let's just get all of that religion stuff out and just be just be thankful that he still was praying for people um man i was listening to sweet swiss beats um interview and well not his interview he was he was talking about what x did what dmx did and what he used to do with his money he said dmx he said dmx made he had 30 million dollars in the bank and he still was writing in abandoned buildings that's crazy he was he was writing in abandoned buildings Right, he was still doing things, writing in abandoned buildings, and he still had thirty million dollars in the bank. And he still humbled himself and started writing in abandoned buildings. He also said that DMX, he would go to jail just to have freedom. DMX would go to jail just to have freedom. And then you look at another uh, another episode because you know I got I had to do my homework because I, I to be honest I wasn't like on top of DMX all the time. If he had a new uh, song or new album, I really wasn't on top of him like that. I think the last thing I really knew about DMX um, that I really paid attention to was the Ayana fixed my life when he was on there and he was trying to talk to his son. That was the only time I really like paid attention because again, as a father, as growing up with two daughters and looking at that light as a father and seeing all the things that he was going through as a father, 
that's what kind of like looked at i looked at it like yeah i gotta start looking at him different um i'm not saying i looked at him crazy please let's not let's not do that i ain't say i looked at him crazy i just looked at him like i started looking at him different far as the way he was trying to reach his kids i saw a look at him in that light like what is he he tried to reach out to his kids he tried to reach out to his son he cried he boohoo cried on tv telling his son man i wanted to like i wanted so bad to have a relationship with you of course his son was pissed his son was mad but he really said man i really want to have a relationship with you and he owned that he owned that so for him to have 15 kids and he said every single one he tried to have a relationship he tried to build a relationship with but of course everything that was going on with him the the drug addiction that all these addictions that he had of course the people around him didn't want him to be around his kids because they didn't know what type of person he was he was you know what i'm saying so i get that i, I understand that i understand that if you get to where he's doing too much and he's acting different and he's you don't know what type of person he's gonna act and how he's gonna act i get that but he still said it like he still was gonna be there for his kids he still wanted to be there for his kids he still wanted to do for his kids he still wanted to be a part of his kids life regardless of his situation he always wanted to be there so to know that he had 30 million dollars in the bank and he was writing in abandoned buildings and in warehouses and homeless uh buildings and all this other stuff and he was still writing um another thing i got from it was like he was talking to buster rhymes man it's a video where he was talking to buster and he told buster he said stop being like stop being comfortable with it and just do it stop being comfortable like he said i don't i just do it i don't i don't ask too many questions i don't worry about too much he said i just do it that's what just what i do i just have to do it i can't just think too much on it I just have to do it and i think that's why he faces a lot of consequences or he faces a lot of risky situations because he just do it dmx just do it you know so he he had to stop what he was doing and was like man and let people know like yo it's just stop being comfortable just do it it is what it is just do it and um one thing that also swiss b said you do you uh you cannot buy dmx he said you cannot buy dmx you cannot buy him so a lot of people want to spend millions of, millions of dollars to to get him a lot of people want to spend millions of dollars to get him but nobody could buy him because it wasn't about the money he said that he gave so much money to charity but nobody knew about it because that wasn't his main focus his main focus wasn't being on the spotlight. His main focus was to be directly at his target, which was the people. I looked and seen that he was also still, he was doing meals. He was giving meals to kids every, every Thanksgiving. He would do a, a Thanksgiving dinner every Thanksgiving, right? So these are all the good things that we didn't really know about DMX. We knew that he was crazy and he was this and he was that and every like the past couple of years, we knew that he was battling drugs, he was battling this, he was battling that, but of course nobody talked about the good stuff that he was doing. You know? Um another one was like he told he he said 
that he doesn't waste words. He told, he's like, I don't waste words. I don't waste words. Like I just, whatever I say, it comes out my mouth and it makes sense. It doesn't fall on deaf ears. Like what I say, it makes, like it, it, it hits you. And if it hits you, then it hits you. Right. And that's what I, that's what I had to learn. That's what I had to learn for us in my life. It's like, words are important. What I say is important. What I say to the next person is important. It can help. It can make or break a, a situation. It can make or break a person. No matter what it is. No matter what situation it is. Right. I would love to talk about. I would love to talk about DMX as an artist. As a musician. Um, he's a poetic. He's, he's poetic man. And he's lyrical. The dude was. He was praying. In his raps. In his songs. I looked at one interview. They said. He said that he did seven songs in one day. He 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 wrote and recorded seven songs in one day. Crazy. He he recorded and wrote seven songs in one day. And but he also said he doesn't waste time with his words. He doesn't waste words. Like whatever comes out of his mouth is important. Whatever comes out of his mouth is true. Whatever comes out of his mouth, like is real. And to know that if he went to jail just to just to have freedom, that goes to show that he was going through a lot. And he was not he was not focused on himself. He was worried about other people and, and making sure everybody else is alright. And then he will get in trouble for it. And then he'll get locked up for it. I thought that was crazy to know that this is what he had to deal with as a as a human being. So to look at me and think like, man, like I see why I have it, but I could be in a worse situation. You could look at yourself, man. You could be in a worse situation, and maybe you feel like you are. But what can you learn from DMX? What can you learn from him that he still, out of everything that he went through, he was still let people know. God is ahead of his life. God is a part of his life. He did, he told you too. He was struggling. He was struggling with a lot of spiritual attacks. He was struggling with a lot of demons. He was struggling with a lot of people that was that was hating on him. Struggling with a lot of people that wanted to let him go. When wanted to see him dead. He told you all of that live. Any interview he had, he didn't sugarcoat nothing. Everything that he said was truth. Like I don't I don't think he hid anything. Everything that he said was true. So, like, when you say, man, that might be a little bit too much to, to say on camera. He did it. He said it. And I think that's why a lot of people rock with him. And I think that's why a lot of people also are worried or was worried about him because he really had no filter. But at the end of the day, that's how we have to live. We, like, we, we are imperfect people. So, in order for us to live, in order for us to go against what other people say or to live against everybody else's rules we got to live by our own we got to live by our own rules we got to live by the rules that we 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 create have to create ourselves or we have to go by what god tells us and i think that's what he was doing he was doing that he was going by what god was telling him but of course that comes with a price that comes with enemies that comes with people that want that want to see him gone that don't want to see him make money that don't want to see him where he needs to be so you of course you try to still poke him 
with some drinks. You start poking him with some alcohol. You start poking him with some drugs. You start poking him with different things. But it's like, he still told you. <laughs> Regardless of everything he's been through, he still told you the real. He still told you like, yo, this is me. This is what I do. This is how I'm coming. You know, and today, like I still serve God and God still is the reason why I'm here. He told you that. That's one thing I, I loved about him. And I understood I understood that. And I resonated that with so much. And that kind of like put me back in a space of, I don't care about what people think. I don't care. It is what it is. I don't care what people think. I don't, I don't care what they say. I don't care what people think of me. I really don't care because we have to understand like it's not for the people that you're with. Like you're here to serve and you're trying to show people the real of what you've been through, what you're going through. Like the behind the scenes, you want to show them everything because for you to just show all of the perfect stuff, you know, it's going to make you look like everybody else. So that's why I had to understand and really come to a conclusion of all right like let's start start telling people your story start telling your people your story of what you're going through and what's going on at the moment right then and there like don't wait until it's over and i've always was like that with my music or my journeys i was always where i was like i don't want to just wait until the next person um is going through something i don't want to wait until I get 15 years down the road until I'm a vet in the game to teach you what I need to know. Now, I'm one of those guys where I want to teach you and, and show you along the way of what's going on. I want to show you along the way of how things can, um, how it can hurt you and how it can better you. What what what, what helped me to overcome the things that I've been through, right? So that's why we on this, this, this segment of Talk It To Me Tuesdays. Because I want to talk to y'all So you know We can all have a, a Mutual conversation Because you never know Somebody's going through The same thing that You might be going through Or worse But your words can help Your words can Matter in someone else's life Your words can be That 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 thing That can help somebody Pull through And I know And I know I know for a fact DMX had so many people That he can help He has so many people That he was able to help push and grind and and get them out of uh desperate times get them out of you know depression get them out of anxiety attacks because he showed you that that's what he was going through he showed you that he showed you that so if you didn't drink just as much as he did or if you didn't smoke as much as he did or if you didn't do drugs just as much as he did you still learn something from him you still learned something from dmx right The impact, the impact, the impact of DMX, right? The impact of DMX was uh, was crazy. He left so many. He left so many people. He left so many people like, yo, what's next for him? He left so many people like, what is he up to next? What is he gonna do next? Remember, he was he was there when Aaliyah was alive. You know, went rest in peace to Aaliyah when he, Aaliyah was alive and she died at 22. He was right there by her side. You know, he was there with a lot of things. Like, he, he was making movies still. Why him being this crazy person or him being this drug addict or be him being this and, 
he was still a dope artist. He was making movies at the same time. So he wasn't just doing he wasn't just doing music. He did movies, like back-to-back movies. And he was in some good movies. Shout out to Belly. He was in Belly, one of the greatest movies. Still one of the dopest movies. Right? And that's that's ageless. Belly's ageless. And that's what that's one of his songs. I mean, that's one of his movies. It's Belly. That's you know, he was in um uh what's the movie with Jet Lee? He was in a lot of songs, he was in a lot of movies, which was dope to know that he was still able to be a part of the culture, but still do his own thing. Still do his own thing. He was a part of the culture and still did his own thing. Which is what you can't you can't go wrong with that. Right? So what I what I learned as a as a person, what I learned as a, a, a DJ, what I learned as a human, what I learned as a father, what I learned as a husband, what I learned as just a person, I learned that we all not perfect. We go through a lot. But what we need to do is show the imperfectness. We need to show the imperfect imperfections. We need to show the things that that we can help others push. I remember I was on a call today. I was on a call today. And the things that I've been going through personally, it was just it was just a talk, it was a it was just a matter of me saying my story and coming to find out three or four people were literally going through the same exact thing I was going through. Three or four people literally was going through the same exact thing I was going through. And I was like, wait, what? Like all I had to do was speak and say what I had to say. And other people was going through the same thing. And it helped them to feel better in this situation to know yo you're not alone and i think that's what dmx also did was like yo you're not alone you're not alone in this all the millions of people that follow me all the millions of people that like he wasn't into the followers he wasn't into i'm new fans no he loved you as a person if he was able to get to know all millions of people that was his fans i think he would try to introduce himself to every single person so I think that's why this is like so impactful. Um, and now I'm looking at his interviews again. I'm looking at his conversations that he has again. And when I was looking at his most recent one, when he was in the hospital um, and he was even talking in, he was even talking in to, to some people. And he was just talking about like, there's a lot of devils on his back and the devil's on his back. But God is always present. God is present more than ever. He always said that. That's one thing I always like. I always started to have so much more respect for him because he always knew who God was. He always knew who he was. He always knew that there is a God. He always believed in God. He always believed that God is the reason why he was still alive. There's so many stories where he could have been dead and gone a long time ago, but the fact that he's still alive is amazing. The fact that he's still alive, he's able to still he was able to still do things. You know, again, due to circumstances, you know, God called him home. But while he was here on earth, he did a lot of impactful things. Just because you didn't hear about it doesn't mean he didn't do nothing impactful. He was that one of them. He was one of those behind the scenes guys. So to know that he said, stop being comfortable and just do it. To know that he went to jail just to have his freedom. He was going through a lot. Just to know he had $30 million and he was still writing in homeless buildings and writing in other places. 
and he didn't have a big house he didn't have a big car he didn't have he didn't have a lot of things he didn't have big jewelry he didn't have all the stuff he gave everything to his kids he gave everything to his his wife he gave everything to his girlfriend whoever they was he gave to them first before he had for him, for himself and that's what I've learned he done a lot for people he done a lot to help people he done a lot to show people the real him he showed him the real he showed us the real him the whole time the whole time he's been alive he showed us the real him the whole time he's been alive which I think is crazy because we don't see that we don't see that from people we don't see that from the whole time he was alive he showed us his flaws he showed us the negative he showed us the positive but a lot of people were so focused on the negative because he was going through situations with his family he was going through situations with his son he was going through situations with his wife he was going through situations with all these people that people didn't look at him of course he gained he gained new followers he gained new followers when he was on ayana fix my life when he was trying to you know have his uh rekindle relationship with his son so he gained new followers then but they didn't know the real dmx they didn't know the real him right um i'll be honest a lot of songs that i loved from dmx i loved when i was when i was growing up listening to it and then sometimes i had to slowly back out from the songs but then i had to realize like no he's showing you how imperfect he is he's showing you how the flaws and everything that he's going through he's showing you that he's showing you that he's showing you all of that so for him to show you that and to still make movies for him to, sh- to for him to do that to still make albums for him to do that and still make make singles for him to do that and still be the man that he was and on his deathbed I, I guarantee he probably was still trying to reach out to people and he was still trying to be there for people that's called serving that's called serving he was serving he served all his years that he was here DMX served all the years that he was here he was serving he was serving so to know that he was serving and he showed you everything from top to bottom top to bottom like he showed you everything that just goes to tell me like okay I can keep going I can keep going but what I need to do more is show you the real what I need to do more is show you more of the real I need to show you more of the behind the scenes more of the bloopers like more of the things that happens behind the scenes to get to where I get to like me and, me and a friend of mine we was having a we was recording something and we was going back and forth and joking because people don't really show how many takes it, it, it how many takes it takes to do a video. People don't understand that. As like I'm creating videos, as I'm creating, if I'm when I'm creating things, people don't understand how many times you have to press record. People don't understand as a MC or as a DJ or if you're doing anything you don't know how many takes it takes to do that when you're doing a tiktok when you're doing a when you're doing a reel when you're doing anything when you're doing a facebook post when you're doing a selfie you want that perfect picture because you don't want to put an ugly picture on facebook 
you don't want to put an ugly picture on Instagram. You ever you ever FaceTime somebody and you and it's first time you FaceTime and you look at them and mostly our women, but y'all you know y'all I respect the women. But first thing you get on the FaceTime, oh excuse my hair. So why are we on FaceTime? <laughs> excuse the hair. I gotta fix my hair. Let me wrap my hair up. So why you didn't why you didn't why you just didn't call me? Why were you FaceTime? You know what I mean? But I get that. Don't get me wrong. I get that. But we also have to look at the imperfections like so what so what like you might go viral because your hair is to the left so what i might need you i might need you the time when your hair is where it's at i might need your information i might need your advice i might need that so you you just i'm gonna just wait until your hair is all done for for me to you never know what state i'm in you never know what state another person is in DMX is a perfect example. You never know what state a person is in. And he's been in the state all his life. He's been in that same state all his life. You never know what type of state a person is in. And he showed you all his life where he's been at in his headspace all his life. Again, I mentioned it earlier, but just to know that he's that Swiss beat Swiss beat said he he would go to jail just to have freedom. That's crazy. That's crazy. You will, he will go to jail just to have freedom. But then I also learned that when he went to jail, that's where he got most of his music from. That's where he wrote most of his music when he was in jail. He was able to write a lot to bring him back to that space, to bring him back. He said it reminded him when he was in his room. So every time he was to go, he would go to jail. It reminded of him of him being in his room and writing, being in his room and writing. So question is did he did he go did he go to jail all the time just to be in his just to just to be in a space where he felt like he was in his room it's crazy did he feel like he had to go to jail just to just for him to go right did, did he feel like he had to go to jail just to just to write him a song or just for him to feel like he's like he's normal Cause outside the outside jail, he probably didn't feel like he was normal. He probably didn't feel like he was good. He probably didn't feel like he was he was a person he needed to be because he was there for everybody else. But to know now that he went to jail just to sit down and, and rest. That's like us when we do too much and we move too much, that we gotta go we gotta go to a beach somewhere or we gotta go somewhere else to, in order to collect our thoughts. That's that's most of us. Right, but to know that it was the opposite for him, he had to go to a prison. He had to be locked down in prison in order for him to feel like he was at home. That's crazy. That makes me think, like, man, just this is little, this little space that I'm in, this little, my little studio space that I'm in right now is enough. Right? I don't. That's crazy to think that you gotta go to jail for that. So just imagine all the things that he had to face. Just imagine all of the trauma that he had to endure or the things that he had to help other people with. Just imagine the stories that he had to listen to. Just imagine that. Just imagine the things that he had to go through, but he's so much of a people person and he's so much of a server that he had to listen to other people's stories. Just imagine the stories he heard. I wish he was able to hit, like listen to that. I wish he was able to see that type of 
DMX listening to other people's situations and how he handled them because he couldn't really tell anybody his side of the story because he was so much into people and I'm the same way so I know exactly how he feels I'm so used to being there for other people that if I gotta be there for somebody gotta be there for me it's not that easy right it's easy for somebody to talk to me but it's not easy for me to talk to someone it's easy easy super easy for someone to come to me and I'm I'm a listening ear but it's not easy for me to return a favor and talk and have somebody listen to what I gotta say I gotta learn I gotta do better with that I gotta do better that's why this year I've been asking for stuff I've been asking for help I've been asking for advice I've been asking for this I've been asking for everything I've been asking for a lot of things these past year and a half because I have to because if I don't I'm gonna be stuck <laughs> I'm gonna be stuck so just to know that the impact that DMX laid and I hope this helps someone I hope this gives you a different perspective of who he was because it sure did with, with me going down the years going down the years um, I hope the Ayana Fix My Life fans they see him a little bit different that you you know him before before that I hope y'all know him before the Ayana Fix My Life with his son I hope y'all knew DMX before that I hope you know where, how, who he was as a person again it's 2021 so please go on YouTube and go check it out go check it out go check out what he had to say um, for a lot of people what he did for a lot of people there's a lot of um, artists that talked about him and talked about the goodness and all the good stuff that that he did for people and how he touched a lot of people. So hopefully his story or other people's stories can touch you and help you and make you understand and may in short made me understand that in this journey in this thing of life, there's a long way for us to go and for all for us to keep at where we need to keep at. We got to look to the person that created us in the first place. We got to go to the person that created us in the first place. We got to go to the one that helped us in the first place, become the people that we are, to become the person to be impactful, to be the person that we, you know, of, of a serve, like, like of a servant, like we here to serve, right? We here to serve. And he, he was there. He was here to serve and to know that he left a good mark. He left his mark here. He left his territory here um, and he impacted so many people's lives. It's so dope. So, yeah, I just wanted to get on here. This Talk To Me Tuesdays uh, with your boy DJ D-Dub. Um, just wanted to talk about the impact that D- DMX left. Rest in peace to DMX. Um, hopefully this this uh, live helped you. Hopefully this segment helped you. This Talk To Me Tuesday helped you. Um, be on the lookout every Tuesday at 9 p.m. I go live and talk about the and talk about my um you know different artists and then you know if you have anything you want to talk about you always you, you can always shoot me a message you can always uh hit me up in my d- uh direct message you can hit me up you can send me a private message um you can hit me up on um at my uh email at it's djdub at gmail.com you can look get on my website you know check out some mixes check out some things on instagroupment.com you can subscribe to my mailing list you can be part of my mailing list this episode was also sponsored by the group by faith t-shirts which your group by faith story we see a lot that's going on in the world today that's that's so so tragic um 
a lot of shootings, a lot of weather related issues, a lot of things that's going on now. Um, and so what are you doing to groove by faith and don't live in fear? So if you have that type of story and you got that kind of story, I would love to hear it. I have a series that's coming out or that's already out. Um, it's, it's called Music Gets Me Through. Um, that's out. Um, I just interviewed one of my good friends. That interview is, is going to come out um, very soon. I have a whole lineup of artists. I have a lineup of artists and people that I'm going to interview. So if you want to be a part of this uh, Music Gets Me Through series where music is bringing you through and it's helping you through this challenging time or just in life in general, what has music done for you as a kid? What has music done for you as a teenager? What has music done for you in high school? So all of like every age, every age range, I need y'all. I need to hear y'all story. And again, I said it earlier, other people need to hear your story too. So it's not just me. I'm always interested, but the goal is to let everybody else hear your story on what music did for you and why is it so important. So if you do have that story, please reach out to me, send me a message, and we're going to get you on to the, the Group by Faith series. All right. So again, this is D-Dub checking in, checking out. It's your boy, the man, the smoothest DJ in the land. And that being said, I highlight you guys and I see y'all next week, Tuesday at nine o'clock. All right. Talk to y'all later. Peace. Love y'all.